0: Today, I'm here with Selena. She is the host of the Soul Searchers podcast. And we actually met at a Bay Staters meetup, which is a grassroots organization that works to decriminalize plant medicine. So it was super cool to find another spiritual podcaster there. And we like instantly clicked and just started talking about our experiences. And I'm so happy to have you on because we're going to talk all about our spiritual awakenings and how to deal with those emotions and stuff like that. So thank you for being
1: here. Thank you for having me. It was a great conversation when we met and I'm so glad we got to connect about podcasting and and just talking about mushrooms and our healing journeys. <laughs> yes. So to start off with, I wanted to
0: ask you how has it been, you know, going through your spiritual journey and the emotions that have arise within. How have you dealt with that?
1: Mm, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think for me, spirituality has always been a very internal, personal, intimate thing for me. And I think that the emotions that would come up were often super difficult. Um, right. Like we have a lot of difficult things that come up for us when we're discovering something new about ourselves, not wanting to let go of past emotions, past lives, past versions. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's something that I had to struggle with quite a bit. And up until recently, I think I have finally been able to welcome in a lot more of the complexity of the emotions. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, that's, you know, definitely resonates with me. Um, You know, even dealing with talking with other people about my experiences has been difficult because understanding that when you get really excited, when you come to new conclusions or you learn something new on the internet and you tell other people, you realize that they don't see it the same way you do, even though you wish they did. And that can lead to a lot of frustration and disappointment, especially with the people that are closest to you in your life. And I've learned tremendously from those experiences, even though it, it sucks in the moment and you feel like, you know, people don't understand you. It's actually amazing for growth because you need people who, you know, challenge you and um, make you understand that you don't need to prove yourself to people. And mm-hmm. that was a big lesson for me for sure.
1: Yeah, I can totally relate to that. I feel like there's so many points in my life, even to this day, where I I want to say something, and there's like an internal battle of like, don't. Let this person experience their, their problems or their issues or whatever they're going through right now. Most of the time, if they're not even ready to hear you or to get advice that is spiritually inclusive like it's almost like it's you're wasting your breath and yes and you're wasting like this energy that really is needed for us to harness ourselves I feel that so hard
0: like sometimes I open my mouth I'm really excited to say something and I just feel the energy being taken from me just Mm. because of their reaction you know it's Mm. like you can just look into their eyes and understand that they are not on the same page (laughs) Mm. or they're just like like yes it's it's a good thing to plant the seed, right. To open people's minds up in that way. I feel like that is also my purpose here, but you have to also be cautious with who you tell and like what you say, because, you know, the ego loves to turn on in these situations, especially when, you know, you're dealing with people who have like rigid thought processes. Mm -hmm. And when you say something that challenges like the slightest concept of reality, it, you know, activates this defense mechanism and it makes them want to separate themselves from the situation, which could result in them either insulting you or making you seem crazy or, you know, just pushing the idea really far away from themselves. Cause everybody wants to feel like they're in control of their lives. And it really comes down to fear, right? Fear is what, you know, pushes people away from understanding things or like giving things chances. And I also don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's part of the, you know, evolutionary process of understanding this life, but
1: everyone has to go through their the journey at their own pace. Mm-hmm. That's a really, really good point. And oftentimes when we're intruding and trying to take on someone else's journey, it's like, it's almost like disrespecting this higher plan that yeah. the universe or God or whatever it is that people believe in has for this person. And it's almost like we should honor their journey in, in the same way that our journey is honored um, by other people, right? Like it, we don't always need to uh, give advice when it's not needed or, or take advice from people when we don't fully align with their advice. It's almost like a healthy balance. And for me, it's been hard to, to gauge whether or not it's worth telling someone like, Hey, have you looked at it this way? Like, have you have you thought about it this way? And depending on how it lands is how that conversation will kind of unfold. Mm-hmm, for sure.
0: I mean, sometimes they'll give you hints if they're the right person to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to talk to about the situation. Like you could even just let them open up about their experiences and if they're drawn to that. Then like, this is a person i could open up to and that is so fulfilling when you find someone who's like can be on the same page and you see their consciousness expand like in front of your eyes i don't know that's <laughs> that's something that's really special to me when i'm able to connect with a person that way and provide them information that you know changes their life because i feel like if i was in their shoes i would want someone to tell me this information you know what i mean um, but at the end of the day, we're all just figuring things out together, like on our own paces. And no, none of us really know what's going on here anyway. <laughs> so, so true. Yeah. You know, we're just figuring it out as we go. But what I love is that I feel like I'm an observer. You know, I don't like to follow the rules. I like to figure things out my own way and come up with my own co- conclusions. And then there's the people that follow you know, they they have things that are already set for them. They're like, okay, this is how life's supposed to be. I'm going to stick with this because this makes me feel comfortable. I'm used to it. And so the observers come along and they're like, Hey, (laughs) (laughs) I figured this thing out where I had this crazy experience. And they're just like, what, what are you even, what are you talking about? Because, you know, this reality is like a psychedelic trip. Let's be real about it. Like things don't make sense. Metaphysics, that's a whole other story you know there's this whole quantum consciousness and all these things happening and it does take a different type of person to be able to even dive deep into that world the non-physical world to understand how we're connected um to the earth like actually not just because we're here and just like we just ended up here there's a more purposeful reason for our existence. And that's basically what we're trying to figure out. And it also brings happiness and all these amazing emotions in your life because you are able to see the world in a whole different way. There's people out there who are like, oh, you had too many shrooms. Like you're just going crazy. You're seeing things. I'm like, no, when you open yourself up to the universe in the way where you have full trust and you know, take the observer role, it will show you things. It'll show you things that don't make sense. It'll send you messages. Like we are very connected to this source consciousness.
1: Yeah. I'm totally thinking about um, our conversation about, the mushrooms and <laughs> when, you, when you did uh, when you were working with mushrooms that time and what happened and just all the world that was opened up to you and how important those experiences are for all of us right yes. and and I think about just like the word normal and then normalized and we have normalized so many things right like we have normalized big pharma and that being the main way of healing and when in reality it's not healing right it's just symptom like covering the symptoms um and not digging deep into our souls and what our souls want and and that's become a normal when when the people that are the observers and really do want to expand not only our own consciousness but the collective we're almost seen as like Like, what is this? (laughs) No, yeah, like, what are you talking about? And it's, I think it's our job to continue our path and keep waking people up, or keep just like planting that seed, like you said, you know, that that seed that can maybe they won't realize it that that day, that week, or even that month. Maybe it'll take two years for them to for that to sit in their subconscious, and then eventually, it's like, wait this is all a lie or like, (laughs) I don't need, I don't need this, this like awful like medication. And I'm not a hundred percent like not for medication, but I do think that people are waking up to this belief that big pharma is not the cure Mm -hmm. for, for a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, people love shortcuts, man. And Mm -hmm. that's
0: the truth. Like, you know, someone's going to give you this pill and tell you, oh, it's going to take away your problems. Why wouldn't you take it, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's people who are, you know, saying that the reason they don't cure things is because they haven't figured it out yet. I'm like, okay, sure. But then there's all this evidence that they're purposely putting all these pesticides and fake things in our food so that we can eat them and get sick. And then they can just numb those symptoms. You know, Mm -hmm. it's all, it's a money scheme and it's very obvious. And then there's, there's people who want to say ignorant to that and that's fine. (laughs) It's your choice, but we take the long way. We try to discover what's actually happening here, how we can get to the root cause of the situation and how we can integrate that into our lives and heal. And that's what mushrooms can help with. If you are open to its messages and you are willing to shatter your ego and throw it out the window for a few hours, you could have very transformational experiences that can like like a switch change the way you see life. And that is insanely powerful. You have to think, why did they ban psychedelics because they open a part in your in your brain that make you completely change your perspective. That is so powerful and that is so threatening to the whole society that they've created because they want you to stay in fear and they want you to feel like they have the answers for you, that you can't find it yourself. You know? And so these are the risks we have to take. We have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable with understanding that we have no idea what's going on and being open to anything. That is what will change your life by being like, I know these are the rules of this life, but what if there's more to this? Even just that slight just level of awareness, that slight wanting of more, the universe listens to that because our thoughts, I'm like so into this shit, but but <laughs> I, I will literally spend like an hour hour or hours of my day just trying to come up with new conclusions to talk about or even tell myself because thoughts are so powerful and i feel like they're magnets that are connected to the universe and just because we don't understand it like that yet we just think oh it's just this voice in our heads you know telling us stuff but man it is very connected to the universe and the universe listens and when you place these magnets in certain areas. For example, say you're constantly feeling bad about yourself. You know, Maybe you're in survival mode. Maybe you don't have enough money. Maybe you don't have enough food. You're in bad health. All of these things contribute to putting you in a lower energy state. Maybe you do have everything you want, but say you're letting one thing like a relationship make you feel really bad about yourself. Maybe your ego's down to the ground. Any of those thoughts puts you in a lower frequency and because your magnets are in that lower frequency it only attracts in that area so it just keeps attracting negative states <laughs> of reality mm-hmm. and i believe that puts you in a different dimension right people think we are all living in the same reality because we're you know we're on earth there's historical events that happen we all can relate to but you and me are living in complete different realities because nobody sees the same thing the same way, right? Like you're driving down the street. I'm seeing the the clouds and the sun, the sky. You're looking at the shop that has, you know, these shirts on clearance. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's the same. It's it's that thing. Like you can literally create the dimension you're in by just shifting
1: your thoughts to focus that's, on- more that's, quantum, right? yeah, that's quantum, right? That's quantum, Which is so- so enriching and so beautiful and like powerful it's really some powerful stuff and it's accessible to all of us we're all able to access that and access other realities different dimensions different different universes really that's what it is and and it's like also based on this notion that time is is not linear and Mm -hmm. that's why you see people living you know in the past often and people living in the future which is often the case too like and it's it's such an interesting concept because that proves that time is not linear is when you're constantly focused on like oh yeah when I was in high school like we get it like you loved high school you 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 peaked in high school you loved high school that's amazing good for you but we're here now yeah we're in the present moment now where do you want to take your life where do you see yourself right now and just embodying those qualities of of who you are in this moment and connecting to your body um you mentioned something about uh listening to that voice in your head and for me it's it's listening to my body my intuition and and what that's telling me um because there's it's always so so vast and wants it wants what what God or the universe wants for you, which is success, happiness, love, um, joy, like all the abundance that the world can offer you. That's what that inner voice wants for you. Hell yeah. I love how you just worded that
0: because, you know, we always hear live in the present, live in the present. And you're like, I'm living in the present. You know, I'm walking around, I'm going to (laughs) class like I'm doing, but are you really? Because Mm -hmm. I found that Even in my past, I was always focused on my future. I want this and this, all my dreams. Like this is when I will be happy, when I will have all of these things. But when you realize, yes, time is not real. The only truth is your present moment. And you can either be sad that you don't have what you want yet, or you could be happy that you're working towards what you want. And once I shifted that perspective and I stopped being so hard on myself, because especially on social media, you see people that are like 16 making so much freaking money. And you're like, why am I not doing that right now? But it's not your journey. You have your own journey and it's all set in stone. Like it's, I'm sorry, it's not set in stone, but you have the opportunity to pave your path. But the universe only wants good things for you. But when you believe it's not for you, it's, you know, you're, you feel like a victim, maybe bad things have happened in your life. You know that is still a place that you lock yourself in your mind. No matter what, your brain doesn't know what true reality is. You tell it what reality is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you want to change your life, you can literally just wake up tomorrow and be like, yeah, I'm going to do this, this, and this because I know it's if I do these things every day, it's going to help me get to where I want to be. That's all you need to focus on at the end of the day because if you do these things, you're going to get to that future better version of yourself. And the past literally does not exist. It's so funny because I feel like days will go by and I'm like, that that was not real. Yesterday was not real. That didn't happen. You know, it's just another dream that I woke up from. You know, like, it's non-existent. The only truth is now.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's so true. It's so true. And I think it's hard because a lot of the times our, our subconscious patterns, our habits, you know, are formed in, in childhood it, as we were babies, right? Like those yes. are things that we also needed to survive. And of course that we also still need to survive. We need to be able to wake up and and know how to drive, right? Like that's your subconscious. Uh-huh. Uh, but we also don't need to learn or continue remembering that we were mistreated as children and that we have trauma and that, we were unsafe. And those subconscious patterns allowed us to go through that and find safety in our bodies. But it's okay to now as adults say, I'm safe in my body, and I feel okay. And I don't need to hold on to those patterns anymore. Like that's just it's hard, it's hard. Yeah. It's a hard thing to kind of release and let go and that's why I think being in the present moment, listening to your body, listening to your intuition and and all the little things that that it needs is so helpful and fruitful, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way
0: I like to think about things now is, you know we are all spiritual beings having a human experience mm-hmm. and the only reason we know who we are, is because of our surroundings and our ego and the way we've been shaped throughout this life. So if you strip everything away, we're all literally the same consciousness. <laughs> and yeah. since the moment you were born, the, the family that you've been raised in and everything that's happened to your life, your ego has been a feedback loop and you know structured your identity. So it's not real. Even your identity is not real. Th- this person who you think you are is not you you're just like, you know, divine light being this divine energy that is a manifester, that is a creator that I believe is a God. I mean, the fact that what we are even humans right now that we have the opportunity to grow this much. This is another thing, you know, when you get deeper into your spiritual awakening, there's like two routes you can go. You can either feel like Um, very, very happy and very blessed about your presence here. Or you can feel like, oh, nothing matters. And why am I even doing this? Like nothing's real. And that's a very dangerous thought to have. And I've realized that when you get into that frustrated place where, you know, you really don't know what's going on and you just want to figure everything out and your ego is like, well, I can't do that. Then it just, it puts you in a very low mental state. But the truth is like, you are here because this is the biggest place for transformation. This is a lower physical, like this physical reality is a lower dimension that we've been placed to feel emotions. Like let that sink in. You're supposed to feel every type of emotion so that you can grow. If you only felt happy and peaceful and you're wrapped up in this warm blanket, nothing can hurt you. How are you supposed to change? Change comes from feeling like shit. Like that's how it really happens because you have to learn to transform through that emotion and understand why it's not serving you. So, yeah, it's very, very powerful to be with it like, just go along with it. Play the video game, man. You're literally here to do whatever the hell you want and make the life you want. Who cares if you know you die, you forget everything about yourself and then you, you go into this other realm. It doesn't matter because you were given this chance. You were given this chance to do something here. So do make something out of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that that's often what people going through those really difficult states of depression and like on that break of suicide or getting to that point Mm feel it's that longing of knowing a purpose and knowing what what their their plan is here on earth and it's it's so disheartening because if if being able to to reach past that point to go past that point would mean an awakening that would be a whole other awakening and oftentimes a lot of people don't even want to get to that point. And that, that's just so disheartening. Um, but I I do think like a lot of, a lot of those journeys can also commingle and interact. And I, I've been there definitely where I'm like, nothing matters. Like yeah. I've had a mushroom trip where that was the conclusion. Like it was a total ego death. And I remember falling asleep that night and just repeating out loud like nothing matters nothing matters and just like saying that again and again and and it's true like it's true right like nothing actually matters and that's okay like that's life and then there's such a vast life to live there's so much for us to discover about ourselves and and others and just experiencing all the emotions like you said like these emotions are teachers for us Mm -hmm. they teach us so many things yeah
0: it's a beautiful nothing matters like it's a good thing (laughs) it's a good thing that nothing matters because you can make 300 billion mistakes and literally nobody cares and you're gonna forget about all those mistakes and you're the thought I had the other day I was like you know when you look back on your life you're only going to see the big major changes that happen you're not you're not gonna see the transfer, like the in-betweens, right? Mm-hmm. But you are always going to end up making it to those big, big moments of your life. That is going to happen for you. So you don't have to worry so much about how you're going to get there. As long as you have the intention of, I just want to learn from my experiences and I will make the mistakes and I will learn along the way. Oh my God, like it'll bring you everything because it's all—it's oh, literally just the thought. It's the positive, optimistic, view on life. And it can, it can be very hard to get there. But even just trying, even when you have that bad thought come in and just like, like no, <laughs> I don't want you right now. And even if you don't feel it, try to replace it with a positive emotion and just fake it till you make it. Pretend you're feeling that positive emotion. And over time, you can rewire your brain to see things in, in a new light. The thing I was thinking about the other day, We have like concept maps um, that surround like different things in our life, you know? So when you are faced with that situation, that gate opens and it goes through this hallway or whatever you want to call it, and it gets attached to these different thoughts. And then your ego like filters it and spits it back out for you to create your identity. And this can be very harmful for you or very good. But the thing is, you can change it. You can work on opening up different gates, opening up different filters. Say you are you hate your job, right? And you're like, oh, I don't make enough money. I'm never going to do better than this, blah, blah, blah. Every time you have those thoughts, you're like, no, that is not true. I am going to make more money. This is just a phase. I'm not stuck in anything forever. And just those simple thoughts, it'll open that new gate. Next thing you know, you're going to get a job offer like the next week, like out of nowhere. That's how crazy the universe works. You just have to open the gate and practice changing what thought you hold on to.
1: And to think that the universe has limits or has bounds is so beneath you. It's like I'm reading this book right now called um, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hayes. Have you heard of it? I haven't. It is such Leah, get this book. It it has changed my life. Um, I'm like halfway through right now. And you mentioned something about like the how, right? Like you don't have to worry about the how. That's the universe's job. And to think that the universe has a limit. Like you think that if you ask the universe, oh, hey, like I really want this house. I really want this job. They're going to be like, no, that's too much. Like, that's too much. I, I don't want to give you that. No, it would be like, yeah, you deserve this. And as long as you know you deserve it, you're allowed to ask. You're allowed to 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 be worthy of that. Um, but this book is so good. I want to read a, cha- um, a little section of it, if that's okay. Oh, yeah. Because um, what you said just totally like, it resonated so well with this one part of this book. Um, hold on. And she also has uh, a part of it where she's like, if you have like certain parts of yourself that are hurting, like your arm or your, can or if you have certain diseases it's just manifestations of certain aspects of yourself that you're not accepting and there's testimonies that she has of people literally like healing themselves because they they've healed certain parts of of their mental space wow which is so interesting yeah the this one's
0: good although the body is very intelligent it cannot tell the difference between an actual situation and a thought It reacts to every thought as if it were a reality. I'm going to read that shit. Mm, Because that's literally what I was just talking about. (laughs) What book is that? It's called A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose by Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle, yeah. He's a really good Oh, my God. He's insane. This book literally changed my life, too. It talks all about the ego and all the different aspects of it. So really makes you see yourself in a different way and understand what is your ego talking and what is like your actual
1: thoughts. I mean, we yeah. Have like actual... your intuition, your body. Yeah. That's such a, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. It, it can be so hard, especially when like you have anxiety and like things that come up. And I feel like that question is always in my mind. Like, is this my body? Is this who I really am? Like that's talking or is it my trauma yeah. and anxiety and like all of that other stuff, you know, mm-hmm. all the good stuff. Yeah, for sure.
0: Or I like this one too. Whenever there is negativity in you, if you can be aware at that moment that there is something in you that takes pleasure in it or believes it has a useful purpose, you are becoming aware of the ego directly. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot too. Like we get addicted to these negative thoughts because we're used to it. It's like you create that programming in your mind to just keep feeding yourself negative thoughts. And so it's really hard to recondition that,
1: the positive positive, Yeah, ones. and to break out of that. It's like the negativity becomes your subconscious patterns. Yeah. You don't even realize it. <laughs> I think a lot of people, that's why like NPC is like a, <laughs> is like a word, right? Is like, because they don't even realize that, that that's their reality. Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's the awareness. It's
0: literally the smallest level of awareness that you just have to activate. That's the one thing you need because you can't fully like separate yourself from your ego. You are your ego, but it's just a different entity within you that you have to understand what its function is and how to not let it like take over your life, how to be stronger than
1: your ego. Mm -hmm. I found it hey so, i'm glad i did okay do you do you want me to just yes yes read Okay. It. okay so this is from louise Hayes. you can feel your life and she talks in this chapter she talks a little bit about like how to change and how to embody more of your authentic self and not your subconscious patterns <laughs> and this is what really was like oh my gosh this makes so much sense um, so she says at this point many people get scared because they don't know how to do the releasing they are afraid to commit themselves until they know all the answers it's only more resistance just pass through it one of the great things is that we do not have to know how all we need to do is be willing the universal intelligence of your subconscious mind will figure out how will figure out the house every thought you think and every word you speak is being responded to and the point of power is in this moment the thoughts you are thinking and the words you are declaring at this moment are creating your future. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's so true. Like it's really, it comes down to the belief you believe in yourself. You believe you deserve things. It's much more likely to come to you. It, it creates a really strong magnet. Like I can literally, one time I like went to bed and I was like, you know, I believe that I deserve a really good job, gets a job offer the next day. Like, you know, it's like weird things like that, but the more you're open to the universe and understand how to work with its energies and and the laws of the universe, like the help to pay attention to your thoughts, the more things you will attract into your life that are beneficial for you, that are going to work for you in the future. So it's really just harnessing
1: that energy. (laughs) I love that. And also just what you said like the laws of the universe right the laws of the universe don't include i'm broke like i'll be <laughs> broke forever that where where is that a law you know mm-hmm. like where did you like that's obviously a self limiting beliefs that you had developed through childhood yes. and even just as simple as like when you were a kid you know you thought that 50 bucks was a lot of money that's an arbitrary line of what's a lot of money. And and as an adult, that, that line goes further and further out, right? And then you realize that like, wait, what is a lot of money? Like the universe doesn't have the limits to tell you, you're not deserving of X amount of money or this kind of job or this kind of house, whatever it is that you desire, the universe can give you, you don't always have to worry about, well, how can I get this? And Am I deserving of this? Like just knowing that in your core, you are deserving and you yes. and so many others are deserving as well. There is no competition. The only com- the only competition that you have is with past versions of yourself. Mm-hmm. I totally agree
0: with that. I mean, you basically put yourself in a prison when you have these limiting beliefs. Like if you truly believe you don't deserve these things, they're not going to come to you. Also, another thing, that happens a lot is people saying they're going to do something and don't follow through with it. And this has a big thing to do with the the laws of the universe, because you also have to build trust in yourself because that's what creates this belief that you deserve things. Right? So when you say, Oh, I'm going to quit this, I'm going to quit this, I'm going to quit this. And you continuously lie to yourself and you don't do it. Then it's, that's going to carry into the rest of your life because you're just going to do that with other things. You're not going to break free from that because You don't think you can do it. That's the thing. Like you actually don't believe you can do it. If you're going to say like, oh, I'm going to quit this in a year. You don't believe in yourself. You keep like pushing it off. And so why do you expect that the universe is going to deliver you your dream job or like your dream, this and that, because you don't believe that you can change your life. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it carries on.
1: Yeah. yeah so if that, that discipline if, is so
0: important mm-hmm. you have to prove yourself that's the thing you like you don't have to prove yourself to other people you have to prove yourself to yourself like you have mm-hmm. to say, yeah i deserve this and i can show myself why i deserve it because i put in this work every day or i stay away from the bad habit that has been taking over my life it's the smallest thing and, it, and it's hard still because you want to listen to that little ego, that identity you created for yourself, right? All these bad habits you have, they are your identity, right? You've you've continued to do this thing so many times that your ego is going to cry and scream if you try to take the, take it away from yourself. So that's another thing you have to kind of piece together that this is not what you actually need. You don't need these habits. You don't need anything technically. If you strip everything down, You don't you you just need to survive. (laughs) All these extra things, they're just your your either choice is to help
1: yourself have a better life or keep yourself in the same spot. That's it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She talks about it in this book and she describes it as like a little kid. And when you saw this little kid, you can go to sleep whenever you want. And then one day you're like, no, you have a bedtime, it's gonna be 9 PM. And obviously those first couple of days, maybe even that week, that kid is kicking and screaming and crying like (laughs) That's just the reality, right? That's what happens. But Mm -hmm. after a while and they get into that habit, that forming, that rewiring that their brains, they get used to it and they just do it. And that's the same for us, right? Like that that doesn't change as we grow. It's just forms into different things. Maybe it's not sleeping earlier, but it's quitting smoking or whatever it is, you know? Definitely. You know, with my quitting
0: nicotine journey, I definitely felt like I could hear that voice in my head that was telling me that I don't need to do it. You know, you're, once you create that identity with yourself, it's going to try its best to keep it going. It's going to lie to you. Your own brain is going to lie to you and tell you that, Oh, nothing bad's going to happen. You can keep doing it. And that's when everything changed for me. Cause I was like, yo, <laughs> I can hear myself lying to myself. And I was like, uh. Uh-uh. This is just an, a, a different a pathway I have developed because I've done this for so long. I have continuously lied to myself. I've told myself I don't deserve it. And so that's the outcome. You will be a slave to your own mind. But once you understand, no, I have to battle my brain. That's the thing that has changed my life so much. Like, don't be mean to your brain, but know that it's not your friend. (laughs) Like Your your reign is most likely not your friend for a long time. You You have to really battle it to have the life you want, to have the thoughts that you want. And once the universe sees that you're trying and it delivers you those things, man, you develop a whole nother love for yourself. It's really beautiful.
1: And it's like a pattern too. you, you notice that when you cut something out that wasn't serving you for your highest good, all of these blessings just start pouring into your life. And you're like, where did this come from? It's because you, you chose yourself, you chose your highest self, your most truest form. And that is just a reflection of the goodness that the universe has to offer each and every single one of us. Definitely, for sure. Um, and also I'm really proud of you that's amazing uh, thank you (laughs) thank you so much
0: yeah because I truly feel like I've transformed my inner world so much like you can look back and think you haven't accomplished a lot but when you see how much your inner world has changed how much your thought processes has changed that's a lot of work. people don't even achieve that in their whole lives because mm-hmm. it's really easy to stay in, in one single thought process and be stuck in the same conditioning. but being able to break free from that and see things in a whole new light and be so in love with life mm-hmm. that takes a whole other set of neurons <laughs> yeah, neural yeah, connections yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely I think it to all the the shitty experiences, that I've had to go through for that because without them, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have these thought processes. I needed to get hurt. I needed to feel this way. And I can now say I'm the happiest I've ever been. So you you have to see the beauty in the, in the bad things because you don't actually know what's bad for you until in the future. Right? Like sometimes bad things can happen, but in reality you like avoided an even worse situation or you know, it's trying to lead you to something even better. So just because something bad happened right now doesn't mean like everything's over. Like, oh, like the universe is against me. You have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. Like they are plotting something. Okay, whoever, the the source, (laughs) whatever it is, it miraculously will string things together. You don't know how it is. So stop worrying about it. Stop worrying about what the actual outcome is supposed to mean or what it's supposed to be. You will figure it out. But it might take years, might take months. Like, don't stress about it. Just let it be. Be in the moment. Stop resisting and feel the emotions, man. Like Mm -hmm. it's not a bad thing to do. The human thing to do.
1: (laughs) Totally. Like you're not you're not the emotion. You're the observer of the emotion, right? Like you letting it pass through you is the best thing you can do. But if you don't feel what that emotion is and what it's telling you. Cause they're teachers, right? Like they're telling you something. Um, and it's, and it's really hard to do that without some sort of quieting of the mind or releasing of something, or just, there's so many ways to quiet the mind. There's so many ways to go about healing that part of yourself, not just sitting down, like meditating, right? Like just, that's, that's a beautiful way, but it's not, helpful for everyone mm-hmm. some people need to go outside and go for a walk some people need to um, I recently picked up coloring I got a coloring it, book and I just yes. like just like coloring pages okay. and letting my mind just quiet itself while I while I occupy my hands or like there's so many ways to do that and thinking of the thoughts that pop up and knowing that you're not you're not the, the thought right? you're the mm-hmm. observer of the thought yeah and you need to stop distracting yourself
0: you know mm-hmm. like There's people who will go through things and just go to the bars, drink the nights away and Mm -hmm. uh, always try to be out of the house. And that's actually a really bad thing because you're not giving yourself time to be with yourself. And that's when most of the transformation will occur. You will come to those conclusions when you have time to be in your own mind. And some people are like, I don't want to be with my mind. Like That's a reason a lot of people are scared to take uh, mushrooms because they don't want the truth to be told to them. like, okay, you can be feeling shitty for way longer or you can you know, own up to it and be like, you know what? I meant to be feeling these emotions. I meant to work through it and take away my lessons because you're going to be battling demons. That is normal. But those are very big teachers, but you have to do the work to also improve your life at the same time. Sit with yourself, go to the gym, do those things that make you feel happy. Because when you realize that yeah, nothing freaking matters. And the the real thing that you're getting out of this is that you're learning that you don't need anything to be happy, but your own mental state. Like you create your happiness in your brain. You could have like $50,000 drop to your doorstep tomorrow. And then you realize after the high fades away, it doesn't matter. Like achieving things, it's great in the moment and you feel great about yourself. And it's great to you know work for things. But at the end of the day, again, it doesn't really matter because you get over it. So what really is important is keeping yourself happy through the journey is knowing how to improve your thought process. And it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel frustrated. It's okay to feel like you're not good enough because eventually those emotions will drive you to do better.
1: Mm -hmm. So yeah, and mm -hmm. like we said, feeling those emotions out and knowing what each teacher is trying to tell you and relay that message to you. I recently, not recently, it's going to be a year since I cut out alcohol. And I just randomly woke up and I was like, I think I'm done. Like I never had (laughs) an issue with it before, but it was just sort of like, I think I'm done with this. And recently came across a post of this girl talking about how she started to become a lot more observant of her emotions of the world around her and, and just everything. And I realized that that's exactly what I noticed within myself too. Like the first couple, I would say the first month or so I was having an influx of everything going on. Like I was feeling sad, depressed, lonely. Like I was doing a lot of just like, if it wasn't alcohol, I was like chronically smoking. Like it was Mm -hmm. just, it was like trying to distract myself. And then after that month had passed, it was like, wait, I can sit with myself. I can really just sit with with my emotions and what's going on in my head. And, and now I don't even think twice about it. Like, it's just, it's just a part of who I am now. Yeah. Um, and I, I, don't need to drink to to talk to people or to feel comfortable or, or, um, that's like the end goal for me, right? It's just to to feel comfortable in my body and being able to speak my truth and be authentic in spaces and just be who I am sober.
0: Yeah, I mean every time you try to change something in your life, the beginning stages are rough. Like mm-hmm. either from the way your body feels or the people around you, there's always something that's going to happen that's going to make you uncomfortable. That's that's how it's going to be. You're going to feel those emotions, but once you just stake through the wave and you just get through it, everything changes. Like that's that's what will make your life change you can't just be scared of changing because of those emotions that you're going to feel in the beginning. Cause it's going to go away. Nothing is forever. That's a big thing. And another thought I really like is every day it's like, you're waking up in a new dream, right? Like, yeah, this, this body is low key like a prison. Like you just wake up like, ah, shit, I'm back here again. (laughs) But you know, if you see your life as just a dream you can make it as cool as you freaking want. You can do whatever you want with this life. You can customize your character, mm. you know, stop viewing yourself as being stuck with all these things you've given yourself to be stuck with, you know, just because everyone is drinking and partying doesn't mean you need to be doing it too. If if, if you don't feel good anymore, but doing that shit, why do you have to do it? You don't, you don't need to conform with the people around you because everyone is just following each other. <laughs> Let's be real. Like, if you wanna be a badass bitch and just do things <laughs> do do things your own way and create your own identity, stop following what everyone else is doing. Stick to your truth. Listen to your body. Just do what's gonna make you feel good because again, like you quitting alcohol, I bet that has built so much trust with yourself that you can actually if you can quit alcohol and you can quit all the pressure that comes along with it from everyone wanting you to go out, everyone like, you know, maybe being upset at you that you don't want to drink that builds a lot of character and strength. And so I'm proud of you too, girl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's just like another thing to sort of sit with, right? Like your thoughts and all the things that come up. And I, I stopped around like, last summer-ish and I started kayaking I started just like I started just like yeah like I realized like I loved kayaking like I love being outside and and being in different like nature scenes and different areas and just like that's my fun that's Mm -hmm. my fun and some people have fun partying and there's nothing wrong with that I think there's inherently nothing wrong with that I think for me though fun is being in nature fun is is just pleasure in all forms. Cooking, curling up with a book in my bed, like just going outside, smelling the flowers, like just doing all these like little things that I, for me, is fun. Creating art, right? Like just so many different ways to have fun, and and I don't, and we don't have to conform to one or the other. It's just mm-hmm. listening to yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean,
0: you just have to find. Joy in the smallest things, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: being in nature, has completely saved me. Even yeah. when everyone was partying here in college, I was over the, here in like the woods getting lost. Like I, <laughs> that has that has been the usual theme. I will hear screaming from the other side of the campus, and I'm over here trying <laughs> to meditate in the woods, like <laughs> because. Let's be real. I actually did end up going to the same thing that happened the year after. And I had way less fun than when I was in the woods meditating. You know, it's I feel like when once you separate yourself from that culture of like, oh, I need, I need to like get fucked up because that's the only way I have fun. Like, come on. There's so many other things to do. Like, yes, there's nothing wrong with having fun with your friends, going out here and there and celebrating, but what a, you're not gaining anything from drinking like and partying every weekend you're just feeling like shit let's be, like maybe you have a fun night but you could have a fun night doing other things mm-hmm. maybe learning from something like it's an escape route it's really an escape route because you feel like maybe you got nothing else going on and you just want to you know feel good for the moment but mm-hmm. man like there's so much else you can do <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's, there's so many ways to distract yourself. And I think that that addiction comes from not wanting to feel those difficult emotions. Yeah. And we all have been there and like being addicted to your own suffering, you know, and that's, that's something that we see as so normal really like it's a normal thing especially it's normalized it's definitely normalized um not normal but it's normalized and i i see this happening all the time even within myself where i'm noticing like i'm mindlessly scrolling i'm doom scrolling on my phone and and i have to stop myself yeah like being being like oh my god what am i doing like i just went through all my apps cycled through all my apps and i'm doing it again yeah. like this is it's like literally so toxic it's mm-hmm. so bad and and it's now i'm finally like okay no <laughs> i can't yeah. keep doing this no that's like
0: the equivalent to drinking on the weekends honestly mm-hmm. because yeah mm-hmm. i do it too like you know you just find yourself getting bombarded by every piece of content you could possibly think of that is also very toxic for your brain mm-hmm you have to give yourself moments in your day where you just, nothing, like you're just still. Because that also changes your brain chemistry. And before when I, w- I would wake up and like go on social media and you know see 300 things and I felt drained and I would get more irritable. Like everything would bother me. It's just like, oh, I'm in a rush. Like I'm comparing myself subconsciously to other people online but when you just like throw it away maybe you go on social media for like 5 10 minutes a day or you do, you do whatever and you meditate oh my God, like you're, you're in the moment, you're in the flow. You're going through what you need to do because there's no reason to see what everyone else is doing all the time. Like that is not normal. Like, let's be real. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're not supposed to be constantly comparing yourself. This is your journey. This is your life. You know, you know what you need to do. Maybe you can get some inspiration online. That's also an amazing thing, but there's no point of constantly feeding yourself all this information that you don't need Mm
1: -hmm. and that but honestly there's so much knowledge out there like yeah yeah. is it's like there's so much knowledge on tiktok where i'm like and that's like your for you page right like i saw this um listening to this podcast forgetting who it was but he was talking about how your phone and what's on your phone is a reflection of what's in your mind and like you see people with for you pages that are like God knows what, God knows what, God knows, what. I don't even know. People like but... hurting each other. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah. who knows? They're just like half naked women or like that. That's also a sign of TikTok. And then there's like spiritual TikTok, right? There's like, this is how you change Gosh. your mind. This is how you change it. Yeah. Like this is what qu- quantum physics is. This is what blah, blah, blah. Like it's all this really deep, informational, amazing work that people had done internally, and then want to share with the world. And that's just so powerful. But it can sometimes cloud your own intuition and cloud your own journey. And knowing when to say, thank you, like, thank you for this information. And I'm going to do my own inner work and figure out what resonates with me and and who I am and what I feel is my message for myself. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I was on that spiritual
0: TikTok grind <laughs> and I would learn a new piece of information every two seconds. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me even more addicted because, you know, they figure out the algorithm. What do you want to see? And they'll feed you like 500 things of what you want to see. But it's also very toxic again, because I don't need all, like, yes, I'm learning, but this is too much knowledge for me right now. And sometimes they'll take what I know and like flip it in like a bad direction. And I'm like, I don't want this. I don't want to hear this negativity because negativity and fear also sells. And that's what a lot of people do on the internet. They're like, Oh, the world's going to end. Like all this stuff, the tsunami is going to come down. I'm like, can you stop? <laughs> can you stop? Like, I don't care that you're trying to like wake people up. What is, how is this waking people up? You're putting mm-hmm. them in fear. And that's not how we're going to transition into this new earth. Like, we have to feel like we're safe. That the universe has got us. That nothing bad's gonna like you know. It's a mindset, and fear is not gonna help you get there. That's all. Like
1: yeah, totally. And, mm-hmm. and just yeah, the tsunami thing. Like there's things that people say like, like shut up, bro. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like, oh my god. Even like or like this virus is gonna come out. And I'm like, bro, I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I can't it's so it's so tiring it's so tiring it's at a certain point you're like I'm exhausted like I'm so tired I don't want to do this anymore that's why I I remember seeing stuff oh you're good you're (laughs) awesome for that like multiple times yeah I (laughs) feel like I'm I'm at that point where I need to and I know I need to but there's a part of me that's like well you're getting so much knowledge from this and it's like a balance that I'm I'm working on figuring out. Mm. Um, there is this like, just like so many different things that I've I'm, I've noticed, and the fear that that we're talking about. It's like, what's your purpose in telling people that tea bags are like, <sighs> like, like what's your point in telling people <laughs> tea, bags tea bags are so? Yeah, I, well, like, I mean, I mean, I mean, they do have
0: microplastics. So I had, know, like, but like,
1: <laughs> like that kind of thing. It's like like people talking about that and like that becomes like some people really get into spirals like when that when that comes up a lot of people spiral and if you're not you're, if you're not conscious of you spiraling, you're going to keep going. It's going to be like, well, now I can't drink tea anymore. Now I can't eat anything anymore. Like, what am I going to eat? Nothing. Oh, true,
0: true. Yeah. And because that's
1: not good.
0: I always get these videos that are like, oh, there's, you know, all these chemicals being pumped into literally everything. All the vegetables are being sprayed with pesticides. Like, it really makes me question <laughs> Um, do I even shop at a grocery store anymore? Like, I really want to grow my own food, but it's also like, bro, it's so hard to avoid all the mess, you know, that they've created. Yeah, it's literally impossible. Like, you can try your best, but um, don't don't fall into the spirals. You just gotta stay calm. It's the balance, really. That's why I had to delete it because I was like, I already do a lot of research on my own. I do not need all this information right now. So I found that balancing my physical and my spiritual worlds really helps me stay at peace because when I'm too into the spiritual world and I'm seeing all this content, I get even more frustrated because I feel even more lost. And that that's how it's be, right? Like you will never actually figure out everything that's going on. And everyone's also trying to do the same thing. So it's a lot. And, and when you're too much in your physical world, that's where your ego takes over. And it's like, oh, you need to, you need to make this out of yourself. You need to do this. So it's like, if you're either in polarizing ends, you're going to probably be frustrated, confused, annoyed, sad, God knows what. But if you find yourself right in the middle and you're like, I'm going to approach my day in a spiritual way, <laughs> I <don't> know, like, <laughs> I, I'm I going to, I'm going to be calm. I'm going to. Understand that nothing really matters. I'm going to see life the way I want to. And I'm going to put in the work to get there.
1: That's all. And most of the time, you worrying about the tea bags is worse than you just drinking the tea. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Sometimes it's like, just drink the tea. you'll
0: be okay. Just drink the tea. Uh, I've had the same thoughts. (laughs) I'm like, this, this kind of looks like the type of tea bag that would be bad for me, but I want tea right now and I'm going to drink it. I'm sure there's tons of other plastic in my system that I have no idea. Like even the water, like, you know, you can't even filter your water that good unless you have like a $4,000 water filter Mm -hmm. system. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's everywhere, man. You can't really. All you can do is stay calm through the storm. Yeah.
1: What I like is like the concept of placebo and like you know how you can you can heal your body. You can heal your entire body just by thinking that you can heal your entire body. Yeah. And I try to co- come into that with that mindset of like this is here to nourish me. This is here to heal me. And whatever toxicity that I think is in here is not even in here. Like I yeah. don't think that it's in here. Definitely
0: you know, you have very similar beliefs as me and it's, and that's hard to find. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I had a really good time talking to you and the conversation that we had was so fulfilling and just like, yeah, it was really warm and sweet talking to you. Thank you
0: so much for coming on and please, you know, tell my audience where they can find you so they listen to your podcast.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, you can find me on Spotify, the soul searchers, I am not on Apple Music yet. I'm going to get on that very soon. Uh, <laughs> and then my Instagram is philosalena, P-H-I-L-O-S-A-L-E-N-A. Uh, and it's really great being here and being a guest on your show. Thank you so much for that.
0: Thank you for coming on.
1: Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConX. And look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.